Welcome to another episode of the We Do Marketing Hour. I'm so excited to have my friend Michael Blum on here from the Lake Law Firm. Michael Blum uh, focuses on PI, pharmaceutical, drug injury, medical device liability, and mass tort litigation. Today, Michael is going to be teaching us about ERC as a tax credit for business owners and law firms. So I'm super stoked to learn about that as an entrepreneur and also a law firm owner. And he's also going to touch base on other investor opportunities for law firms or other business owners. Another cool thing about Michael is he received the National Trial Lawyers Top 40 Under 40 Civil Plaintiff Recognition for 2018, 19, 20, 21, and 22, and was selected to the Super Lawyers in 2020 and 21, um, and is New Year under New York Metro Rising Stars list. Dude, you are a badass. And, you know, uh, I've known the Lake Law Firm and Ed Lake for over a decade. Ed Lake's not only a friend, but a client. Um, we've worked with him. Every time he's got a project, he's always been a loyal friend and a loyal client working with us here at We Do Web. So I'm excited to have you on the show and learn more about uh, the your presentation and what we need to do as entrepreneurs and business owners to take advantage of this credit and all the other opportunities with uh, investing and reinvesting before the year ends, hopefully. That's right. Thanks for having me on, Alex. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to do this presentation. So what the ERTC is, it's an employee retention tax credit. So it's a refundable tax credit against certain employment taxes and qualified wages an employer pays to employees during a certain time frame. So that time frame would be March 12th, 2020 through September 30th, 2021. So pretty much two years. This credit was authorized as part of the CARES Act to encourage companies to keep employees on the payroll and by making it a little bit easier for them to do so. Um, the 2020 ERC program, um, so I'll refer to it as ERC or ERTC as I go through, um, is a refundable tax credit of up to $5,000 per employee for 2020 that you can claim. For 2021, that increases to $21,000. And how they get to that is the program increased the qualified wages from 70% of up to $10,000 in wages per quarter. So for quarter one, two, and three of 2021, you can claim up to $7,000 per each of those quarters, which equals $21,000. And then you add the five one from 2020, you can claim up to $26,000 per full-time W-2 employee. Uh, this does not include 1099 uh, contract workers or part-time employees. So full-time would be over 30 hours per week. Wow, wow. So it's a tax deductible contingency fee that we work on. After we process the claim, submit it to the IRS, the business receives the check in the mail to the business address. The business owner can deposit the funds for whatever they want to, it's not a loan. And at that time, we would invoice the client uh, on the contingency fee amount. And that is tax deductible, the fee. So are people already getting their, their, their uh, tax credit? Absolutely. Uh, yes, it takes a, a few weeks to a month or so more to work up the claim. I can go over the documents that are needed. It's not that many. We usually just speak to the HR or accounting department um, at the law firm or business. And then from there, it's submitted to the IRS. Current turnaround times are between three to 12 months. Wow. Um, so the next slide is how do you qualify? So how does someone like me or a law firm qualify? Yeah, so this is really for all business owners, including, you know, law firm owners as well. Um, you kept your employees on during COVID 2020, 2021. 
you were either affected by governmental mandates at the local, state, or federal level, and I'll go through um, many more ways you, that you can qualify other than those three, which are basically forced closures, you had reduced office hours, um, reduction of service that's, that you were able to offer, um, or you had a decline in revenue. So it's an either or. So you can use you know, a revenue drop test that they have for 2020. It's a 50% drop in revenue over the quarter compared to 2019. Or you can use 2021, you'd have to have a 20% drop in revenue as compared to the same quarter in 2019. Um, most businesses did better uh, during COVID. So usually they don't you know qualify for any of these or very few of those quarters under the straight revenue drop test where our, our law firm comes into play is um, we use a legal causation analysis for these governmental mandates so we do a about a 30 to 45 minute interview with the client on how exactly the mandates affected their firm or business and then from that we're able to make arguments to make those claims for those particular quarters where they would not qualify under the income um, revenue drop test got it so that would be this process here yes yes it is quite a bit of paperwork um, there are payroll companies that are doing this for a large upfront cost or cpas accounting firms that are doing this for large upfront costs we do this at no cost to the client. It's only after they already have the uh, recovery in hand. Got it. Awesome. And what's that percentage? What do you guys? What do you guys do? So for um, our criteria, you can basically be as long as you're not the owner or any family member at the business. You can. You only need one. But our criteria is uh, three or more full-time W-2 employees. That does not include the owner or any family members at the business. So from three up to 10, it's a 30% contingency. 11 to uh, 75 is 25%. And then 22% are for the larger businesses, uh, mm -hmm. 76 and over. Wow. Excellent. So I, it was interesting that you said that... Uh... You could do it by quarter too, because I remember I applied when it first came out. So it might behoove me to to uh, speak to you guys again and, and see what it would take. Um, because if it was done based on quarters and year differentiating based on 2019, there there, there might be discrepancies. What types of businesses can apply? Um, most firms or business owners think that if they receive PPP monies, they're ineligible. Um, that has, that's you know not true. You can still qualify. That's actually deducted out at the end. So if you received PPP in draw one of 2020 or draw two of 2021, it's deducted out per quarter against the ERC award that your business would receive. And it's really all businesses. So that includes 501Cs, nonprofits. Um, it's a long list of other businesses that are included colleges, universities, hospitals, um, anyone that really had their, their businesses affected by the pandemic um, in a revenue way or a governmental mandate uh, way. And it can even be, you know, you can even make causation analyses where your supply chain was disrupted that you may not have been able to get something right. somewhere else. Um, and that other state may have had that issue that you weren't able to have. So you may not have it directly, but you can still make that argument. And these need to be uh, under 500 total full-time employees, ones that are over 500 that, you know, these larger businesses may still qualify when we add up all the actual hours worked. Awesome. Um, I guess this is a little history about you guys, right? 
Yes, uh, so it was founded by Ed Blake, uh, the Blake Law Firm. Uh, Natasha and I are partners at the law firm. We primarily concentrate on mass torts, all defective uh, and dangerous drugs, medical devices and products. And a big focus for us this year is employee retention tax credits as well. You guys are doing a big push, right? A big advertising push for this, right? It's, it's a huge help to, to small businesses. Yeah, we're really trying to help all the small businesses out there that either were told that they don't qualify or they may not have qualified for the full amount. Um, we're happy to take a look at those cases as well. And, you know, a lot of these accounting firms or your CPAs may not even approach the business owner that they that there is even this program. Um, we see that every day. Excellent. Excellent. Awesome, man. Well, this is great information. I, I've got to reach out. I'm sure our audience is going to probably be reaching out as well, um, especially knowing the differentiations in quarters and, and how it changes per year um, based on. So it's based on, right, just so I'm clear, that foundation year of 2019, right? Any drops in revenue or, or obviously the other alternative to that you guys go in and do the paperwork exactly yes that you kept that employee on you know from 2019 to 2020 and then from 2019 to 2021 to claim those credits exactly and you what can use you the were, new drop tests or the governmental mandate test to what claim if you those. were hiring people but your revenues dropped if you were hiring people but your revenue that's fine too so you can okay. qualify under the governmental mandate tests if and let me go through actually a couple of those so it's just not those three that were included on the slides um, as i mentioned supply chain disruptions um, limitations on the number of people that you could have in the room or building i'm sure a lot of us have experienced that um, inability to attend normal networking events a lot of these conferences were shut down that you couldn't right tend and engage in business and which you would otherwise be able to do even more business you may have done well that year but you could have done even better but for the conferences being closed down for instance you know aaj i remember they did a fully virtual one it wasn't the same thing for vendors and attorneys to engage in business in that small little chat room than being in person where you could really maximize your business um, inability to work with other vendors that they were closed down reduction of services or goods the courts were closed down you couldn't get in for trials um, delayed or canceled projects that you had due to covid related disruptions even time to take away from that you were wearing masks and other ppp ppe and to clean and sanitize uh, your business um, those things can be factored in to claim those credits as well Wow. Yeah. So there's a huge opportunity. And you mentioned something huge, right? For us, especially that we exhibit and, and we did conferences, missed out on that for about two years. Um, do you have a big clientele that were some of our, our vendor partners and friends that have uh, had success with it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're actually in touch with a bunch of our vendors um, just because we're at the conferences all the time and right. they come around to the booth they're asking and we let them know that is a qualifying factor for those. So we actually have um, a number of vendors that we always work with that we're actually, you know, processing these claims on behalf of now. Awesome. Can you tell me a little bit more about the what, what's the ERTC investor program? Uh, so with that, we started that recently. That's basically where you can put up a sum of, sum of money to invest in the marketing and claim processing of the cases. And you basically get a 3x ROI. So you can, you know, if you want to put in, for instance, one million dollars as a as a general example can 250 as our uh, as our minimum investment but for a million you will get two thousand 
guaranteed filed employees that we would be able to claim credits on behalf of those employees. And then from that and from the fee split that we have, we're able to offer a return on that within three to 12 months of pretty much 3X. So that would turn into three for the investors. Wow, that's awesome. And is that only a law firm that can get in that investment or is it uh, any, any person can invest in that? Uh, any person can invest in that. You you know, feel free for anyone to reach out, and we can have another discussion on that. Um, you know, if you have an attorney at at your company or an in-house accountant, um, we may have to set up a uh, it's called a DC law firm, which is an entity to be able to share fees. But absolutely, um, you can do that for investments. Excellent, awesome, awesome, Michael. And then I know you guys are heavily involved in. Mass Torch, right? The Lake Law Firm is well known as uh, one of the big sponsors and one of the people that a lot of people go, one of the companies that a lot of uh, other attorneys go to to um, do their marketing and get Mass Torch cases. So, um, you know, what's what's big right now? What are people working on? What can you help them with? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, before I get into that, two more uh, points on ERC. We oh, also, sure. We also provide a complete audit defense. Um, so if in fact, the IRS does an audit. It's usually called a desktop audit, which is the first step. We would do that for free on behalf of the client where accounting firms and payroll companies would charge per hour for that a large fee. So that's included in our contingency fee. If it comes back to a full audit, we also provide representation free of charge. And if you have to send back any monies, say you have the IRS says, you know, we sent you X amount, but you need to send back $10,000. We reduce our attorney's fee as well and send you guys back a check for that amount. The other point is um, we also offer early advance. So once the claim is worked up and filed, we can provide advance funding to you at a certain percentage, primarily 85% of your claim that you would be entitled to, you get 50% upfront right away upon the filing, and then the other 35% when the IRS disbursement happens. So you can you know, receive a substantial amount upfront and then uh, when normally you would receive that amount for those clients that are interested. And in mass tort, uh, to get into that, there's a lot of uh, big mass torts that are going on right now. Uh, Camp Lejeune, um, Hernia Mesh is still big, Talc, uh, Tylenol with ADHD, and autism. Um, there's an exact tech uh, knee, ankle, and hip device that's failing with a polyethylene failure. Um, we are pretty much in every mass tort. So any attorney on the call that's interested in getting into mass torts or interested in acquiring more mass torts, um, we generate those cases through our marketing and advertising efforts. It's a upfront uh, cost per sign retainer that we would let you know. And it's, of course, volume-based. So if you order 100 or 200 more, we can give a much better deal on those. They're all signed up on the attorney's retainer at the firm, and then we send them the intake, the retainer, and the medical authorizations, and the firm goes from there. And they can either work up the case themselves and resolve it. They can co-counsel with another firm. That I would not recommend is usually when you refer the case out, you're only going to get 33 and a third percent, 40 percent if you're doing quite a bit of work, or really 50 percent at the maximum if you're doing a lot of medical record review, plain a fact sheet, and really getting the case ready to file. Um, we provide 60 percent of the net attorney's fee um, to these firms if they allow us to co-counsel on those cases. So we would be on the retainer agreement as well. We get all the medical records 
review everything, do the plaintiff fact sheet, the census forms, handle all client communications. So these firms can really have hundreds of mass tort clients. They can say that they have a practice there, but they don't have to speak to anyone and they don't have to review anything and they don't have to file anything, litigate or resolve the case. We handle everything for them um, in effect with our co-counsel that files the case. Um, so we take 20% to work up the case, handle all of those things that I mentioned um, with communication fact sheets, and then we send the case over to filing counsel to resolve the case, and they take the other 20%. And the investing firm uh, takes the large part, which is 60%, which is the highest in the, in the industry. Um, so if anyone is interested in learning more about mass tort case acquisition, where you can get the majority of the fees on the back end, uh, please feel free to reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you, man. Michael, this was awesome. A uh, ton of knowledge, uh, wealth of information. I'm sure the audience is going to love it. Um, anything else you want to add before you go? And, uh, you know, where, where should they reach you for not only the mass court acquisition, but ERTC investment, and if they want to apply for ERTC? Yes. Uh, yes. One last thing on ERC referral. So if anyone knows of a business owner, um, it can be another law firm business owner or really anyone across the country and they refer us that case, we can provide a referral fee to them. So for attorneys, it's a 24% referral fee of the total fee. So it's 6% of the 25% contingency fee that we sign the case up at, for instance, and that's pro rata. So if it would change to 30% or 20%, it would change, but it's 24% regardless um, that we can offer for any of those. So, you know, some law firm business owners, they know a lot of vendors, other law firm owners, a lot of business owners, even in the family, um, feel free to refer us those cases and we can provide referral fees on those. Um, if you're interested in learning more about any of this, you can email me at mblom at thelakelawfirm.com. It's M-B-L-O-M at thelakelawfirm.com or give us a call at 888-LAKE-LAW. We have a special uh, ERC page that you can learn more as well. And that is ERTCadvisors.org. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Michael. It was a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you again soon and probably having a conversation about uh, our own ERC. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, have a great one. Thanks.